Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. The Beautifully Complicated Podcast is a show that zeroes in on women entrepreneurs and what they need to create, build, and sustain a growing business in an ever-changing world. This show focuses on the complexities of life to help guide you in business successfully and in every other area of your life. Welcome to the Beautifully Complicated Podcast. I'm your host, Sheena Hunt, entrepreneur, business coach, consultant, rich auntie, and woman on the mission to inspire women entrepreneurs to live out their purpose and deliver impact. In this episode, I want to talk about systematizing your business. So grab your tea and let's talk. Hey, welcome back to the pod. To all new listeners, I want to welcome you to the Beautifully Complicated Podcast, a show designed for women entrepreneurs who recognize that they're more than just their business. They're moms, sisters, friends, Black, white, Asian, Latinas, all focused on bringing their full selves into everything they do. On the show, I talk about business topics, self-care, current event topics woven in because we're layered humans, not just business owners. In this episode, I'm talking about systematizing your business. Systems. People, your business need systems. What are systems? So systems are defined by the dictionary as uh, a set of things working together as parts of a mechanism or an interconnecting network. The second definition is a set of principles or procedures according to which something is done, an organized framework or method. Why do we need systems? Systems give us structure and how we do things and what is delivered from those things. It helps us create a streamlined approach to turning an idea into something a little bit more tangible. In the last episode, Growing Pains Are Complicated, we talked about business growth and preparing for that growth and managing it. Having systems in place is a key part of being able to truly manage your business growth. So it is important that we, when we build our business, we're building them with sustainability in mind, which means we're building with systems in place. So I love shopping at small businesses. I love frequenting the smaller shops, the local restaurants, over the main chains. I really like supporting folks who are in the growth stage. Why? Because they usually are more mindful of their products. They have truly a really solid customer experience. And they are truly just really deserving of the business, right? Larger brands are so focused on their shareholders a lot of the times that they truly do suck at providing a good experience for their customers and and their employees. So I just want us to be realistic about that, right? One thing that I struggle with, though, when I go to these small businesses 
is some of them, not all, are very disorganized. Not really in the setup or displays or anything like that, but there's disorganization in the flow. There's disorganization in how things operate. Often, I would see they would have one person who knows basically everything. Uh, Maybe it's the owner or someone who's been with the business from the very beginning. And the rest are just trying to get through to make things happen, right? They are rarely in real, uh, there are rarely really any real processes in place, processes or systems that someone can pick up and do without having to ask a bunch of questions or someone or inquire every single time they have to do some a certain thing. Why is this important? It makes the employees more confident in what they're delivering and can do it more efficiently and effectively when they actually have real systems in place and processes, right? It makes customers also feel like less of a burden and they usually have a better experience overall. Now, I'm not saying all small businesses I visited are this way, but some are. Just like not all large companies are operating with solid systems, a lot of them are not. Trust me. (laughs) Let's just be real. That bothers me too, but I'm not here to talk about them right now because I'm here for you. I'm here for you because your business matter a whole lot more to me than the large companies. So I want to talk about what we may see sometimes when we go to... um, go out and interact with a company that lacks systems. I want to open your eyes up to what you may see of what it looks like when you come into a place and when a customer comes into a place that really don't have good systems happening, right? So number one, lack of adequately trained employees. Many of their new employees haven't received adequate training is what we normally see. They're bumbling along, just trying to make things work. In a store, it looks like people still trying to figure out how to properly, you know, check out a customer or what to do if a tag is missing. I had this happen when I was at a pharmacy and I was buying a a card, um, a birthday card, and there was no tag on the back of the card for the cashier to scan. He had no idea what to do. And there's a long line of people and I'm standing there like five seconds from saying, forget it. Don't even get the, I won't even take, get the card out. Go get one from somewhere else before someone came over and it was like, oh, well, just type this in. There you go. That person had no idea what the process was when there is no tag. What the what code do they click on the on the system to check someone out so that they can um, select for something that does not have a, a any type of a UPC code? In a service business, it may be a team member who is unsure of what numbers to call for certain situations. So, if I need to have Um, a customer sent to another department that I'm talking to about a situation they're having, if I'm brand new to the organization, I may not know what department do I send them to, right? Uh, Where does this particular issue route if this is a customer service issue? So those types of things that they may not have, whatever it is, training is one of the biggest things that we notice is lacking in a company that have weak, inadequate, or non-existent systems. 
Number two, things fall apart when someone is out. If a team member or two is out sick or have left the company, it's noticeable. When you go in as a customer, everything is all over the place. It seems no one has a handle on things. People are frustrated. You can get basic services met or questions answered, but otherwise it feels like the business has become an afterthought to everyone because they're just trying to figure out what am I supposed to do? The person who knows all of this is out. That's not a good thing. It's not that the team is not good at what they do or passionate about it. It's just that they're trying to pick up the pieces and are unsure of how to put the puzzle together. We see that sometimes in places, uh, in companies, such as there is one person who built a particular system or who managed a particular system, that person left. There was nothing documented on how to do that system. Uh, There was nothing put in place that someone else can just pick up and go through and determine how to handle a certain situation based off of the information um, that that person's system may have been able to uh, deliver. So we see that happening quite a bit. Um, There was just a recent news story where a, I believe he was a Republican government official in uh, one of the Southern states had passed away from COVID. He had built a system um, taking all of the data from fundraising that the Republican Party was doing and running it through the system that he built so that they can have their report developed that they need to submit to the uh, to the government for uh, the FEC monthly. He passed away. No one knows how to use the system. No one knows what they need to do. And now they have a deadline on having to crunch these numbers. When you don't have real good systems in place, things like that happen, right? That person's gone. Now what do we do? So we should always really try to think and operate in a way where if someone were to die tomorrow, could someone else pick this up and keep this thing moving along? And although that seems very grim to say, that is kind of how you do need to operate as a business. Number three, the third way we can tell that a company lacks systems that we're interacting with. There is delayed responses to inquiries. So you reach out for help with something and it's taking someone a bit of time to get back to you or how you connect with the company is really just haphazard. You don't really know. How are you supposed to submit uh, feedback? How are you supposed to submit a customer service issue? Um, How are you supposed to get in contact with certain people? Who is your liaison? Who is your contact person at the company? Things don't feel very uh, clean in the communication plan between you and the company. That really shows that that company lacks systems. Number four, nothing is clear. You don't know who does what, how to reach out to people, what the next steps are, what the protocol is for anything. It's just all operating on a wing and a prayer. And this is also very common, especially with small businesses who are just getting started. They haven't really developed a flow of how things work, and they've not done a good job at really communicating to their customers of how things operate. What happens next? You bought this product. Now what is supposed to happen? Okay, you've done thing two. What follows thing two? What is the next step? So when we don't have something like that in place, our customers don't know what to expect. And people like to know what to expect next. That makes them comfortable. That makes them feel at ease with the fact that they just spent money with you. 
they know that you are going to deliver in a way that you're supposed to deliver because they have an idea of what happens step by step. And number five, the experience is different each time you interact with the company. Maybe the first time you went into the the shop, you stood in one place to be seated or the checkout was different. Nothing explains how to check out. Is it at the table or at the cashier? You just can't tell what is supposed to happen. Every time you interact with this business, the thing is different. Okay, when I was on this website yesterday, there was a button on the homepage I could click that would take me to the shop. Well, they changed it and now there's a tab or now they're telling me that I just need to go to their Instagram page and I can shop directly from there. Or it's just there's a link now on the web page that says, hey, go to this Etsy shop. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. How am I supposed to spend money with you? I, I was at a festival a couple of days ago. And I remember standing in line for a concession stand and I'm like, I don't know where I'm supposed to stand. You see just a whole group of people standing around and then you're asking people, are you in line, right? Because there isn't a a sign that says cash out here or place your order here. The waiting area's on the other side. You walk up to the front when you finally figure out, okay, this is, I guess, where I'm supposed to check out. There is no cash register that gives you a a visual cue that a lot of us are used to, just the visual cue of like, oh, cash register, this is where I place my order. There was no cash register up front. They were taking, uh, they were cashing out um, in the center of their little concession stand. So you didn't really know where you needed to stand. That is not a really good way to operate because people don't know what to do. And when people don't know what to do, they don't feel comfortable doing business with you. So we want to make sure that the experience our customer has, has consistency to it. And not only does it has consistency to it, it provides comfort for them when they are operating with us. So these are just a few of the things that we may notice when we're interacting with a company that has a little to no real systems. If any of these describe your business, you're in luck. I want to give you a few tips on what you can do to begin the work of getting your business systematized so you're not only operating more efficiently, but your customers are getting a good experience every single time they interact with your brand. You may be a one-person show right now, and that's fine. You may be doing it all, or you may have someone helping you out part-time, no worries. With a few basic tips, we can start getting things set up to help you succeed, help you get on track and start being more systematized as a business. So what are some things you can do this week to get your business in check? Grab your pen and paper. Let's hit these five things that you need to do. Number one, do a basic workflow of your business. What is a workflow? A workflow is a diagram you can create that outlines how work happens through your business. It's an easy way to see what happens, when it happens, and how you go from product or service being developed to product or service being delivered. It will give you a complete holistic view of your business. This is one of the first things I do with my clients to help them really see what they do. This is literally step number one in my business. It's always, okay, let's do the workflow. Let's work it out and just really get an idea of what the heck's happening here at all. What do you have in place currently, right? Number two, business analysis. 
This is when you want to analyze the process map, the workflow, and identify extraneous tasks, uh, repetitive work, and anything that is not of value. You will also note what the key things you do and you want to highlight those in your flow so that you know like, okay, these are the things I need to hone in on. If you're seeing some repetitiveness or things that just don't make sense, you need to put some little um, other colored uh, notes next to those because we may have to engineer those out down the line here. Number three, look for automation help software. In that process flow, you may notice some things that can be automated. If you have certain tools or software that you use currently for email, project work, capturing sales, whatever, find out what you can build into those that will help you automate some of the things you're doing and leave you out of the process. For instance, I'm working on a video right now for my business um, for people who inquire about our services so they can receive an email and get an, an highlight, a highlight or an overview of what we do and who we're for. So this cuts down on the number of discovery calls we'll have to do and help us kind of start re- weeding out certain clients and improve our list of qualified leads. It takes us... It adds an extra step to the process because it's not going from, okay, you inquired, let's schedule a discovery call. It goes from, okay, you inquired, watch this video. And after listening to this and understanding a little bit more about us, are we still what you need, right? If so, hit this button and let's schedule a discovery call. If not, maybe here are some tools that may be helpful to you for the moment that may help you out with what you're trying to do. Right. So this is the kind of thing that you want to look at in your own business uh, that you can start to use software to help you automate. Another thing is uh, there are plenty of software systems that you can develop flows inside of so that you can set up how to a customer when it comes to my site. What happens after this? What happens after that? They click this. What happens? They get this email. What happens if they click this in the email? You have all these opportunities to begin to automate. So you want to have software in place that can do some of that stuff now. I'm not telling you to go buy a bunch of software for every single thing that happens in your business, especially if you are a newer business, because then you're just spending a lot of money and not making much. Uh, I want you to be profitable. So be smart about the software. But if you already have some things you're using, make sure you're truly, truly utilizing everything that particular software has to offer and find where you can automate what you have in your process flow. Number four, develop your own automation for something. So sometimes you have to build in your own automation, kind of like my video I'm talking about them working on for the Devane Collective or creating tools using spreadsheets or email prompts to remove some of the work that you are doing. Um, You can automate a lot more than you think. Number five, remove excess, excess work out of the process that isn't critical to success. That's That one's really um, pretty self-explanatory. Review the remaining things in your process flow map and you want to ask yourself, is it necessary to the success of the business? If it is, great. I want to keep that in. If it's not, why isn't it? Do I need to move it somewhere else? Maybe it's just in the wrong place or maybe I just need to get rid of it. So this entire process that I'm getting as we're starting to systematize is first, let's develop a process flow. Let's look at the things that we have that we're doing, automate where we can, um, 
using software, build automation in other ways if we have to remove those extraneous things that we don't really need in a process. And then take those things that you highlighted that were critical to the business and let's start systematizing those. So those are the things I want you to start working on this week that you listen to the podcast so that you can start systematizing those things. Now, what does that mean for systematizing those things? That means developing an an official system or process for it. How do sales happen at my company, for example? You know, what is the way that this customer can buy something from me and how do I deliver it? Document that process, make sure it's all set up and it works well, test it out and implement it. So I want you to take two or three critical things that you have highlighted from the process flow map and let's start working on those. And then as the weeks tick past, go ahead and work on some of those other processes, build those out until you have systematized your entire business. Every single year, do a check of that, those processes. Do they still make sense? Are they still something that we need in a business? If they still make sense, great. If they still work, awesome. If they need to make some, have some changes made, make the changes. Please do an annual audit of your system. Document everything, set up training around it for your new hires, and you'll be good to go. So that's my homework for you um, this week. I want you to take that time. I want you to schedule a few hours in your day in the upcoming week and map out your processes. Identify with um, that you do take what takes your product from um, de- created to delivered. It's important you have a full picture. Uh, make sure that you can know where you can automate, where you can toss out. So let's do all the things so that we can have a better customer experience for our customers. So here's my sales pitch. Um, If you need help with any of this or you want some guidance or coaching, please, by all means, you can hit me up on the Devane Collective website and or you can DM me on Instagram or whatever. And uh, we can get together and look into how we can start to get you in a better position systematically for your business. At least we can get you a discovery call to figure out if you're a fit for us and we're a fit for you. I want you to build systems into your business is the bottom line. Don't run your business on a wing and a prayer. Let's not be out here just grinding and focused on making money without anything orderly within our business. Why? Because your customers will eventually feel the ramifications of it. Your business will eventually feel the ramifications of it. You will eventually feel the ramifications of it. You don't want to be able to manage growth or you want to be able to manage growth as well as those growing pains. You want to be able to meet your customer needs and have effective communication with them. You want to be able to easily hire and onboard new people to offload some of your work. All of these things you can have when you're focused on building and implementing systems, the right systems in your business. So let's do it. Thanks for listening to Systematizing is Complicated. Go ahead and start digging into your business. Take some of these tips and implement them this week because a business that has systems in place is a business that is better positioned to thrive. 
If you haven't already, make sure you like the Beautifully Complicated podcast page on Facebook. The link is in the show notes. Follow me, Sheena, your host on Instagram and Twitter at SheenaD1. Or you can check out our website, thedevainecollective.com or my website, SheenaHunt.com for more about your host. Like the show, rate, subscribe, and share with family and friends. Make sure you continue the conversation from the show on our page or with those around you. I look forward to hearing from you. So stay connected, stay fabulous, and always remember that the best life is beautifully complicated. The Beautifully Complicated podcast is brought to you by the Devane Collective, a company focused on helping entrepreneurial women step into their purpose, generate profit, and deliver real impact. We offer consulting and coaching services and educational material to help bridge the gap so you can go from dreamer to doer. Thanks for listening to the show.